Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in to the EWV Podcast. This is your host, Emil Wang, coming to you with another segment of the NBA Bubble Pop, the podcast, a series that covers the NBA playoffs that are occurring within the Orlando Bubble. On the phone, I am my wonderful co-host, the Genio James Leo, survivor of SoCal earthquakes and SoCal smog and SoCal apocalypses. How are you? The the 1.0 whatever earthquake that we experienced that uh, has Emil asking me if all my furniture is intact. <laughs> has your chandelier in your new house uh, yeah. fallen off? <laughs> has it completely fallen off to the ground yet as a result of that one? Well, I'm glad all my friends in SoCal are okay. Um, okay, unlike the LA Clippers, and, and let's start with uh, let's start with a bet, James. Do you think this podcast makes money before the Clippers ever make a Western Conference Finals? Let's start there. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that, man. <laughs> this is a, it's a tough this is one. tough. But dude, the Clipper curse is very legit. So like, the thing is, is fifty years for me. Yeah, and yeah. it's crazy because for me, uh, I like the Clippers over the Lakers. Uh, in the preseason, like, oh I, you know, I thought yeah. they had the, the, the better team, like, you know, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of people also like the Clippers coming out of the West. Uh, but, you know, it's funny because, you know, I'm living down here in Lakerland, basically, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of my coworkers, this is, you know, before the pandemic and when the season was in full swing and stuff, you know, none of those guys, because they're all longtime Laker fans. None of like my coworkers and stuff like that. None of them had any faith in the Clippers. They're just like, dude, they're just gonna choke it away. It's gonna do it. And I'm like, dude, yeah. on paper that team is like just as good as you know the Lakers, if not better. Like you know, I thought that you know uh, that they would be able to at least you know get to the Western Conference Finals. But Jesus, mm-hmm. like, even when they were up like three one, like I was texting some of my coworkers. And then they're just like, dude, they're gonna like. I one of the coworkers was like, dude, they're gonna fold. Something's gonna happen. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, they're about to win the series. And oh, they were confident like that, a, that they were gonna fold that series. Yeah, I, like I one of my coworkers was like, oh was like, God. you know, he was like, oh, dude, some shit's gonna happen. And it's like, and I'm like, dude. And then he's just like, no, I have no faith in the Clippers. And I was like, <laughs> all right, whatever. And then they fucking folded like a lawn chair, and I was just like, dude, are you freaking kidding me, dude? This is just ridiculous. (laughs) You know, and and going back to the 50-year thing, I mean, since the the franchise started, since the inception of the franchise, or since they moved to L.A., I'm not not sure which one. Well, they only moved to L.A. Yeah. I think it's the entire, like, history, because they've only been in L.A. since, like, the 80s. Right. You know, Sterling when Donald Sterling moved them there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were, like, what, like the Buffalo Braves or something before? And, mm-hmm. you know, so – And then the – yeah, San Diego Clippers. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, the entire tenure of their – their entire existence, they've never made – Mm-hmm. the conference finals Which crazy is, it's crazy to think that you know for all the years that they've made the playoffs like they couldn't have even run into like two straight teams with some bad luck you know that that suffer you know injuries and and all that um to you know like for them to like stumble into the western conference finals by, oh you mean like, like the blazers last year <laughs> like they just stumbled into it because they caught a bunch of breaks like yeah it's crazy how they just can't even catch one year where 
you know, you just like kind of waltz right into the Western Conference Finals. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like well, and you know, I completely agree with you. I was high on the Clippers. I thought that they were going to do well this year, and part of that was coming off the momentum of you know how they did last year, right? Like they were that tough, yeah. scrappy team that took the Warriors to to six games, and part of it was the Warriors weren't taking yeah. them very seriously, but. Lou Will and Montres Harrell looked unstoppable. Um, you know, they had, a, like, SGA was, was good, and, and I know like, good, he's yeah. not there anymore, but Shamit wasn't bad. Shamit didn't play for like, the series. I, I think Shamit was hurt for this Nugget series, right? Um, uh, he, he was, yeah. He had a, like, rolled ankle halfway through, so he wasn't that effective. He also just wasn't making his shots. He had a bunch of open books. He just wasn't making them. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, looking at this roster, there's no excuse for them to have folded the way that they did. But, you know, I've always been high on PG. You know, Kawhi, a, a load-managed Kawhi, I, I thought would do a lot better. And maybe, maybe we'll get into that uh, a little bit later on this topic. But, man, like, you know, I, I'm like you, and I'm... I'm disappointed, and and we'll we'll do this pick three segment like we did last time, okay, James? So here here's three statements. You pick one. the The Nuggets were the better team. The Clippers lost the series to basically on their own, or three. Um, the 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 like the Clippers just got very very unlucky. Which one do you think it is? I- I think, like, any time you can come back from, like, 3-1, like, I mean, obviously, the this Nugget team is very good. And, you know, we've been shortchanging them oh all year, God. basically. Yeah. yeah. Past so two years, they, honestly. Yeah, but... they are very good. So, I mean, if you can win the seven-game series, like, I, you should get the credit. And, you know, I think they, you know, showed that they were better. Like, Clippers had every chance to win that fucking series, and they couldn't do it. And then they were up 19 in Game 5 or, like, whatever, 17. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing in Game 6. And then first half of Game 1, they were up by, like, 14. You know, or Game 7, they were up, like, 14. Like, they had every chance to just put their feet on the gas pedal and just put them away. But then they just couldn't. And then once the Nuggets, for three straight games, started making a run in the second half, they just started folding. And that, and then like, it's crazy because Nuggets just kind of sensed that the, the Clippers were folding. So then they just started pouring it on and then they got more confident and then, you know, started pouring it on at that point. And Dude, then, we know, could like, sense it. Like, crazy. Anyone like yeah. watched the TV was like, oh my, what is going on with this Clippers team? They're scared to shoot. Um, it was, it was, it was one of the craziest. Um, Bizarre, dude. Yeah, like I'm trying to think in terms of like teams folding uh like the only other time i've seen a team okay two two examples one is the uh the falcons who let the uh, the patriots back into it in that super bowl game oh, yeah. uh, that that was one example and then also i don't know if you remember this but like not this most recent world cup but the one before it i think brazil lost to germany like 8 to 0 or something and they scored like like Germany literally scored five goals in like I, I think a three minute span. It, that it sounds a, kind of familiar, yeah. Yeah, and you know I am by no means a soccer guy, which is why it's impressive that it sticks out in my mind. But it was just one of those things. It's like, I, like does somebody have naked photos of like everyone on this team or something? <laughs> like, or is, it, is there a video of them like in a donkey show? I, like, what what is going on? 
Yeah, or like yeah, doggy show, or like Doc Rivers has a clause in his contract where he makes money if they lose games or something like you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it was it was the most bizarre showing of a team like just straight up bolding, and like the only guy who looked like he wanted to play was Jermichael Green, I think. Yeah, he was the one that was confidently taking corner threes and then like defending and stuff. Like when they were, and I was just like, what is going on? Jermichael mm-hmm. Green's the only guy playing hard out here, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. people were just, like, passing up threes and, like, hesitant. And then, like, they swing to, like, green in the corner. And he just, like, fired up, like, yeah. with confidence. And I'm just like, what? Is he the only guy, Jermichael Green? Like, he's playing hard. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. And then, like, you know, my biggest thing was I thought, you know, Doc, lack of adjustments. Oh, you my know, God. Was, uh, yeah, he just what? couldn't. I don't know what happened. He let's just didn't start adjust. there. Well, let's start there because I I've said this before and and maybe I gave him a little bit of praise last year because I, I thought he did an impressive job and maybe when you're playing as the underdog it doesn't really matter you know but yeah a, a coach who's choked away three yeah. three this wins is the third series, time yeah. yeah and you know has blown like what not I don't want to say blown but like has lost like twelve game sevens or something it, it's it's not impressive. And, and to your point, talking about adjustments, like when you're up three one, like okay, yeah, you lose that game to go, you know, to but you're still up three, you're still up three two. Like you have two games to make adjustments. Like yeah. after Nuggets take game two, go back and make adjustments. After Nuggets take game three, you have a, you know, you you go back and make adjustments. Like what were the adjustments? I, I'm not even really sure. Like. Going to small ball, it was. I, I saw a little bit more of that later in the series, but that that clearly didn't work out well. Yeah, it's just it. The uh, you know, the biggest thing was like um, they kind of like Gary Harris like being healthy, like really mm-hmm. kind of like jolted their perimeter defense. True. Like you know, yeah. So he's actually super good at like you know fighting. Uh, across screens and stuff like that and then like Lou Williams just could not get open and then like you know and he also needs the ball in his hands a lot like he needs Mm -hmm. to run multiple pick and rolls read how they're covering it and then you know react based off of that Mm -hmm. and then like if he can't get going then I think that you know second unit can't really you know do much and then like you know the biggest thing is I just thought they played he played Montrezl Harrell too much and it Mm -hmm. just like he's too small and it just I, I it didn't just know didn't he work was that small like, like he's six I, seven yeah I always thought he was like a six nine six ten kind of guy but you know when next to Jokic he was just getting punked he was getting destroyed and but like the thing is is Harold plays bigger than he does because he has super long arms so he's another one of those guys that like plays bigger than he actually is like Draymond like mm-hmm. you know you're like six six but you have like a seven feet wingspan yeah. you know so it's like Montrezl Harrell is the same thing like he has really long arms uh and so, and he's like, but he's only like six seven. So then it's like when you're standing next to an actual like seven foot one guy in Jokic, you're just like, what the? <laughs> he, even like arms up, he can't do anything. Yeah. Like it's just like, not even close. Just passed over him, like yeah. passed over the double team. A double team was useless. And... The double team's come, and then they didn't react to that too. They just mm. kept trying the double, and it's just <laughs> like the adjustment is he has like. Jokic was basically just toying with him because he knew mm. the double was coming, yeah. right? And then he's just like, I'm taller than everybody here, so I'm just going to look to see where the double's coming from and pass to that guy that's open. 
Mm-hmm. And he just made the pass every time, like 18, 19 assists or whatever in you know, some of these games. It's just like, dude, yeah. just I, picking him apart. But in part, and part of that is credit to the Nuggets who made awesome cuts. But like, I have never seen a guy dominate a game the way he did like while shooting 5 of 13. Like oh, yeah, that, that is like yeah. the most underwhelming, like strictly from a stat line. Like you're like, like this dude shot five of thirteen, and they're saying he dominated the game. <laughs> like, oh, dude, he controlled the game completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he missed like so much of it, or not so much of it, but he missed some crucial parts because he got in foul trouble at the, I think at the end of the third or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was. He, he was so good and you know n- not to take away um you know the, the performance of the Denver Nuggets and when we get into the Lakers we'll talk about them a little bit more but what what do you think of Kawhi uh he was yeah I mean they like game seven him and George just I don't know what happened they just couldn't make a shot mm-hmm. it wasn't even like good defense I mean it was good defense obviously but like Kawhi, like, just missed a bunch of shots. Like, PG, like, has this these issues also, mm-hmm. you know, where he just, like, kind of goes into these funks. But, like, I don't know. Like, Kawhi, he, this is definitely a disappointing, like, you know, run for him. Like, you know, it it's kind of weird that, you know, there was a lot of talk about how Kawhi kind of gets a pass for mm-hmm. not being able to step up to the moment, like, game seven. And then he kind of just, like, you know, folded. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he by the atrocious game but like you know imagine a guy like Steph or you know LeBron or something like that in that mm-hmm. same position oh yeah. or like eviscerated mm-hmm. yeah they get destroyed right mm-hmm. but Kawhi kind of just gets a pass because you know for whatever reason mm-hmm. you know and then like look at Giannis like eliminated in the second round oh my god the backlash was ridiculous yeah and then Kawhi it's like not as much, even though he shat the bed in the game seven. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, he led the team in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Yeah, so. he did as much. He, and his first four games, he was dominant. He was yeah. extremely good. Yeah. And then he's just kind of like, you know, he's been playing worse and worse every game after that. It's <laughs> just weird. <laughs> and, and that's another, like, a, a topic about load management. Well, you know, I, I still am for load management, but there's probably a better way to do it than, to, you know, like – just not take the regular season seriously, which is what it seems like the Clippers did. Um, yeah. And the conditioning thing, like, there's no excuse for them not to be conditioned. They were, like, fucking off for, like, three months or four months. Like, everybody should have been, uh, you know, if they're professionals, they should have been keeping their bodies in shape or whatever. And, yeah. You know, taking, like, you know, taking care of themselves. I mean, Kawhi, like, I don't know if he's just going to have a permanent injury because – in my eyes, on the offensive end, yeah, he's generally pretty great, and you know that mid range is almost unstoppable. But his defense has slipped like crazy, man. Like, yeah, going back to last year, the NBA Finals, his defense was not good at all. Like, he was getting crossed over, getting backdoored, like nonstop. It was the same thing this series. I didn't think he was that great, and part of that is because you know he was basically playing, you know, uh, carrying the whole load on the offensive end. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it really, I think this whole thing definitely affects his, um, his standing in basketball lore. Like all, all comparisons between him and LeBron are basically off now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, we, as, as much as we think, you know, Kawhi may have been, you know, best player in the world title and stuff, but you know, you have a performance like that. You're definitely not going to be on the list anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in the yeah. running. 
Yeah. But then again, you know, we, we, we quickly forgot about LeBron's like disappearance in the 2011 NBA finals. So, um, you know, who knows? I mean, you, you would, you would think that uh, Kawhi being, you know, after all of the battles, you know, as, as battle tested as he's has, as he has been in the past, he would have handled this better, but, um, you know, his, his, the rest of his team wasn't playing either. I mean, PG, that, that guy is like, like every time he had the ball, he just it looked like he was one of those heat check guys that was you know ready to jack a three. And I didn't know this about his stats. I, I forget if it was Anthony Slater or maybe one of those other athletic guys that pointed this out. But he actually averages something like nine or ten three point attempts a game. He he, he shoots it like at the a, playoffs. You mean? Yeah. No period. Like. Um, that many? I don't think it, in the regular season. That many. It's pretty high, and I remember they they yeah, pointed out specifically sure, yeah. it's more than Clay Thompson. Um, yeah, Clay doesn't take that much, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but it's the way he takes them. It's like off the dribble, like, and he still shoots them at a decent percentage in the regular season. But in the playoffs, He's very good, yeah, yeah, he he just looked like one of those heat check dudes, like a Jordan Clarkson sort of type, like. Um, you know Austin Rivers, one like just one of those dudes that's just hunting for his three point shot, and and honestly, it looked like that's all he was able to do. And it's like, man, PG thirteen, you're you're one of the best athletes in the NBA. Like you got to get get you know take it to the hole. Like the fact that him and Kawhi combined for one free throw, I think. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's and, and he's I, just settling for jumpers. And I guarantee you, the NBA wanted the Clippers to win, man. Like they, oh, dude. they wanted all LA for sure, dude. Yeah, well, I like I wanted all LA. I mean, as much as I, yeah. I like to see the Clippers lose, um, you know, like we'll get into the Nuggets later shortly. But you know, just the the like the storylines and you know the matchups are just that much more interesting when it comes to like the LA showdown. Yeah, no, I I I agree. But yeah, PG like he averaged eight. A game mm-hmm. in the regular season, he took nine point eight last year um, yeah. per game, forty one point two percent on eight attempts yeah. from three in the regular season. He was that's good, that's, good. that's yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah. anytime you're forty one percent, like you know you're on that high volume, like that is a you're a great three point shooter. Yeah, like, like I, I shoot forty three percent. Yeah, like I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, you shoot forty three? Yeah, what free throws or what? <laughs> layups. Which one? In, in the layup layups. Line. <laughs> Roughly, yeah. We'll, we'll count we'll round up at 43. Okay, so. cool. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is – he takes a lot of them because he, he makes it. So, yeah. like, he's going to keep taking it. But it just kind of, like, abandons him in the playoffs. It's crazy. Like, look at his playoffs this year. Like, um, this year, playoffs per game, it's 33.3% mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He dropped almost freaking 10% in threes. Like – it's just ridiculous. I, I don't know what happens to him in the playoff. He just folds. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, he is playing. They are playing better teams. So we have to think about that. But you're right. It's, you know, pen, uh, playoff P is, uh, it has never really, has never really impressed uh, in, in closeout games. And there's a bunch of stats on that. Like he's like, he, he's, he's been terrible in all the, all the closeout games. Yeah. He's, or, and it, it, if you just look at the playoff numbers in any playoff game, he just hasn't been very good. <laughs> uh last question on the clips um or or to wrap up this discussion on the clips uh do what 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 does their off season look like uh keep doc or don't keep doc 
I think Doc is is safe um, for now, uh, but I think it's it's going to be interesting because I don't know um, most of their guys. I think I think Montrez Harrell is the only one that is like a free agent. Right. So I'd be curious to see what the Clips are going to do um, to if they want to bring him back because they are going to be very deep in the tax. And but you know it's freaking Stevie Ballmer. Stevie Ballmer, yeah. yeah. It's, Dude's got money, so he's not worried about that. But still, like, do you want to keep, you know, paying these guys, you know? Because if you look, like, let me see who else is. Yeah, Marcus Morris is is signed, and then you know, well, no, he's gonna be. No, uh, he's a free agent. He's on a one-year free him. agent. Yeah, he was on a one-year. Yeah, so so he's good. He was good for them, like in general. So mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Patrick Beverly just signed in. You know, he's he's good. Lou Williams, like all these guys. Zubach might be. No, Zubach has a deal there. Yeah, Trez, like all these guys are. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, roster wise, I don't, I don't see the roster changing much, and they, it, and it should. that much change. room. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I think you get rid of Doc, and I'll tell you why because. PG and Kawhi both have the option to opt out after next season, right? So do you really want to, you know, do the run this back with Doc? Or do you promote a very capable assistant in Ty Lue who's kind of almost taken over a similar situation before in the David Blatt situation um, and, and see what he can do with a full year to turn around? I, I think I would actually... I would rather go with that um, than to rely on Doc again because, you know, just having a track record of blowing, you know, close series, not, not again, not blowing close series, but losing game sevens and also, you know, losing um, 3-1 leads in embarrassing fashions. Like, do you want that guy coaching the team when it's potentially Kawhi and PG's last year? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, but like, if you think about Ty Lu is also in like high demand for other jobs right now. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be like actually I'm looking at the roster right now. It's it's literally Marcus Morris, Andres Harrell um, are the two key ones that are not gonna be signed next year. Oh, Joe Kim Noah, excuse me, forgot to include him <laughs> in an important piece. Uh, Reggie Jackson also. Reggie oh. Jackson, excuse me. <laughs> God, that was another one. It was, I was just like, every time Reggie Jackson's on the floor. Playing. Oh, my God. Yeah, anytime he's on the floor, I'm like, this is a disaster. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a disaster. And then, of course, Reggie Jackson just never does anything good. And I was like, dude, I, he's a backup, backup. Like, he should not be getting heavy minutes in. He can play minutes on a freaking Detroit team that's floundering. But if you mm-hmm. have championship aspirations, like, don't be playing Reggie Jackson, dude. The guy's not good enough. Yeah. Like, come on, man. But yeah, I do. I, I do think like you know, they don't really have much space to sign anybody else, right? So it's the same thing as you know, all the good teams. You're just capped out. So how do you fill the uh, the fringes of your con of your uh, roster? You know, especially with two guys, two key guys uh, that are up for new contracts. So yeah. it's like Trez is like good for them in regular season, but you know. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, so here's my second question: um, Do you trade PG? PG for Wiggins and uh, the Warriors' number two pick. 
So I would do that, obviously. As a, um, no, uh, no, like as a Clipper, would you do it? <laughs> From, see, as a Warrior us, fan, that's yes. an obvious one. But uh, that's an obvious yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't think so because you know. I think if you do that, it guarantees that Kawhi is not going to resign. Dude, Wiggins is hella thought, good, man. <laughs> No, Wiggins <laughs> is only hella good when he's on the Warriors. All right, that's my right. theory is that he's only hella good when he's on our team. As soon as he moves to another team, it's gonna be a uh, hot mess. No, no bias. So, no bias. Yeah, no bias right, at all. That's just like how this is based on our years of watching basketball. We can kind of tell Wiggins <laughs> gonna be good on GSW. Any other team, no good. So, but uh, but yeah, like dude, I like think about if. I mean, what else are they going to do? Like, if you break up that tandem, does that, do you think that Kawhi is going to end up staying? Like, you know, oh, he came here play, because he after, wanted to. After this playoff, he might be like, fuck it, I can't play with PG. Like, go get me, like, I mean, not Wiggins, but. Uh... Go get me Russell Westbrook's <laughs> Go get me Russ. <laughs> go get me Tobias Harris. Give me Toby Harris, man. Come on. Dude, how about that? PG for Tobias Harris and um, like a, like a good up and coming piece. Cause Why the hell are... would you get Tobias Harris? That's a downgrade from Paul George, yeah, even though he another piece though, like another good rookie piece. Like uh... who? Who do they have? Who does Philly have? Uh, Thibel. Batiste Thibel. Oh man, that would be good, but I don't think they would give him up for that. Yeah, I mean, you never know, man. I mean, especially like, I guess Tobias Harris has been on the Clippers before, so they probably don't want him back. Um, <laughs> actually, they just traded him. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, that that one's probably not going to happen. But uh, you know, again, it comes back to the this is a, a pretty tight window for Kawhi. More so Kawhi than PG. I guess after this, nobody's going to give a shit about PG. Um, especially after like the locker room stuff that was discussed and him saying like, Oh, it wasn't championship or bust. Like, dude, that's an attitude thing that like, that that's, that's a guy that you don't really, that's not someone you want to ride or die with. If, uh, you know, he actually said they want that it's championship or bust, right? He did. Yeah. In the beginning, like halfway through the season, it's oh, like yeah. quotes of them saying that. Yeah. And yeah, then well. now when they lost, he's like, Oh, it was never championship or bust, bro. <laughs> You just said it like six months ago that it was championship or bust. Yeah. Just fucking stop it, right? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I would. Uh, I I would get rid of that guy. I mean, the, again, the, this it, this this window is more about Kawhi than it is about Kawhi and PG. I I don't think they're a package deal anymore, and I think you know Kawhi Kawhi's got to have somebody in mind that he dude Siakam. What if he's like fuck it, like let's get Siakam. Do, do uh, you know, Masai Ujiri calls the Clippers and is like, hey, you know, this Siakam guy sucked for me in the playoffs. Um, we'll trade one guy who sucked in the playoffs for another guy who sucked in the yes, playoffs. exactly. Yeah. And Siakam's right. younger. Yeah. And he is, uh, you know, still uh, a two-way player, just like yeah. Paul George. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's the change that they needed for, you know, for to elevate both of their teams. I mean, it's not like Toronto was really that far off either. Um that's actually not a bad. That's that makes it interesting. Yeah, Masai, Masai like that, and uh, Lawrence Frank. I hope you're listening to this. Because uh, 
that's just going to be – that's just flat out better than Wiggins in a pick. Like, it's just like – it's flat out better than Wiggins in a pick. Like, it's yeah. just not – there's no comparison. <laughs> Wiggins and James Wiseman or, you know, Denny Avita or whatever. Who? Like, you know. Yeah, I, I think my, my GSW one is, is a long shot, and it's just fun to talk about because we're, we're Warrior fans. Um, <laughs> so final verdict, the Clippers lost it themselves, you think? Yeah. Okay. I think they, 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 you know, obviously, you know, uh, you know, Nuggets took advantage, so they deserve the, uh, the win, but yeah, Clippers, mm-hmm. they, um, they just had mo- more talent on paper and then, you know, they got outplayed and then Jokic dominated them. They just they had no answer for him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, on to uh, the Western Conference Finals. Lakers lead the series 1-0 in a, one in a pretty convincing fashion. Uh, MVP of the game was Dwight Howard, basically, who got, uh, got Jokic uh, in foul trouble pretty quickly. Um, what do you think about this matchup? I mean, let's start with the Nuggets. Their their strengths are obviously Jokic um, and uh, Murray. Uh, unlike the last series, they're, they're not the best players in the series. Um, which, you know, like, between Murray, Jokic, LeBron, and AD, like, who's, uh, who's the best player? Dude, LeBron and AD are just better than those two guys, flat yeah. out. Like Kawhi is the only one in the up in the Clipper series who was like you could say is better than, um, you know, Joe, Joker and mm-hmm. uh, Murray. But like the way Murray was playing last round, he was basically like Paul George level or even better, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to say that like oh this is like you know a particularly close in terms of ta- talent wise. But the, with Lakers, it's very clear. It's it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis are just flat out better than those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like what the hell? Like these guys are like two top five players and, you know, AD and Dwight have massive size to go up against Jokic. Uh, mm-hmm. And they also can, you know, throw a bunch of different guys. I mean, I think, you know, they don't even have Avery Bradley. So I actually think they wouldn't be even better, but like Caruso's done a really good job. KCP. I'm not a KCP guy, but, He's been playing well defensively, playoff you know, Rondo. getting after it. Yeah, playoff Rondo. Like, just what the fuck, man? Like, almost they, they're just like you know killing guys. So I, I, I think Lakers are gonna win. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know your, your point about Dwight is actually really good, good or AD and Dwight going up against Jokic. Like, if the Lakers didn't have another body to throw at Jokic defensively, um, then. Uh, yeah, I think That's the series would be yeah. a lot closer. But yeah. you know, you like you have Dwight. You have fifteen, twenty minutes of you Dwight. Have JaVale. Just, you can you, plug you, in five, ten minutes of Javale. Yeah. Well, I don't know how Javale would do on on defense against uh, Jokic. I, I think Dwight is the one, like a little bit more yeah. savvy, more Folkier, physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like like we saw in game one, just got under his skin, man. Like AD yeah. didn't have to do any of that, which is like. Like if AD doesn't have to body with Jokic, like the, this the series is over. Like the Nuggets have to rely on Jokic and AD, you know, basically neutralizing each other, and then um, Murray producing at like sixty percent of what LeBron's doing, and then the supporting cast of the Nuggets being like better. Jeremy Grant has to shoot forty percent from three, yeah. like Mills you know Gary Harris 17. has to. Yeah, all those yeah. guys need to. MPJ needs to give them 15 to 20 a night yeah, for them to yeah. even have a chance. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, it's going to be tricky. They just don't have, and then like the biggest thing is like 
And we saw this in game one. Who the fuck is guarding Anthony Davis? They don't have anybody that can guard Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah. And there were so many plays where, you know, like, it was just AD, like, on the glass. And it was just, like, a bunch of little dudes. And the AD's just, like, he's not even jumping. Just, like, <laughs> rebounding over, like, you know, Jeremy Grant and just standing there and putting it back and stuff. I'm just like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening, dude? Like, If like, I were in the Nuggets, you... I would play Plumlee more. Like, I I get... I'm high on Plumlee, and I, and yeah, I think I'm he's... not high on Plumlee. Nah, okay. I, I no, because a... I I think he has, and, and you know, there's certain things I think he does well, but like you know, I think in general, like he can't really shoot. Uh, he, mm, no. He's just like a little nice little playmaker, but like you know, not super physical. Like you know, not really, you know, can't really finish strongly. He's not like an excellent uh, free throw shooter or anything no. like that. Like uh, I'm thinking on defense though. Like he, yeah. he's somebody he, who you could. Like kind of the same way you're throwing Dwight at Jokic, like throw um, Plumlee at AD, maybe maybe go the Twin Towers route, um, and and see how that works out for you. Then it'll just be like a, a battle down low, like four big dudes just like yeah. pinballing I against mean, each other, gotta, like trying to make remember, Does does Mike Malone want to do that and fuck up the spacing? Right, that mm-hmm. limits pick and roll operation and space mm-hmm. to roam for Jamal Murray. Uh, Gary Harris, if he's not hitting threes, people are going to start cheating off of him. Same thing yeah. with Jeremy Grant. And then yeah. in those scenarios, can you, yeah, can you play two bigs? You yeah. know, it's like, and Plumlee is not like an AD type player where it's like, it doesn't even fucking matter because they're just so good. It's mm-hmm. like, it's going to fucking matter because it's one less person that can't shoot. You know, two people clogging up the lanes. Where's Murray going to go on his drives? And I mean, off you his say the rolls? same thing though about AD and Dwight playing together though. Like that's oh, but you also have more talented players. That's the difference, yeah. right? You have AD and LeBron on the court. It doesn't fucking matter. LeBron <laughs> will just fucking do something. Like you know, he'll find the open shooter. He'll do. There's just different options because you have two extremely talented top five players. Yeah. But you're talking about Miles Plumley and shit. Miles Mason, which one? I think Miles, it's Miles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I actually had to look that up yesterday too. Ends. Yeah, Miles Mason and Marshall. Marshall, yeah. yeah, that's the line, the other guy. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's, so that, like, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's just the talent level is overwhelming. Now, depth, like, I think the biggest thing is Lakers' bench has been playing really well. Like, mm-hmm. that's really helping them. Like, Caruso, KCP, all the other guys have been playing really well. And that's really, you know, I think the reason why they were able to kind of dominate the first two series. Like, yeah. everybody's playing well, you know? Mm-hmm. So. If you were the Nuggets, what would you do? Yeah, I mean, you. I think you, you're just gonna have to hope, like, ride your stars and hope that you go to Jokic early, pile up foul trouble on Dwight and stuff like that. Start drawing fouls, having him flop and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> and just, dude, get those guys out of the game, and then you hope guys like Jeremy Grant and stuff, and like they just make shots because mm-hmm. you just you need them. They're gonna be left open. Gary Harris. Jeremy Grant was shooting threes. Like I saw him take a bunch of threes in uh, in game one. I was like, I don't think I remember seeing him do much do much of that against the Clippers. Um, but it, it was he just took like, them when it's open. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like end of the shot clock, like him in the corner. It just it looked a little bit more like out of desperation. Um, I you know obviously you can't write them off yet. We like I've, I've tried writing them off a couple times. They're like you know the just a, that. Uh, zombie that just keeps on coming back to life um you know but 
like, yeah, I mean, they, Malone's a good coach. He'll think of something. Um, but I agree. I think really it's, it's the, like MPJ. Like I would say MPJ needs to average 20 a game for them to even yeah, sniff for them to a even have a, Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They, he's a good equalizer. Size, rebounding, can score. Yeah. But he's just – every time he's on the floor, it is he, – he can score two, three points for you, but he'll give it right back because mm-hmm. 80 or something will just body him in the paint, and then he's yeah. just fucking done. You know, and then or you do a some switch him onto a guard, yeah, or backdoor. It's just MPJ's atrocious on defense. Like yeah. it's, but then you know you have to gamble and play him because he's so talented offensively, you know, and can do so many things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was looking back at Gary Harris stats too, and he, you know, he had a season where he averaged like 17, 18 points on fifty, like close to fifty percent shooting. Um, he, you know, he, I know he's come back from injury, but I think he's like another playmaker that, uh, yeah. that they're gonna have to they're gonna have to count on because I think Jamal Murray, um, you know, he, he he like he lit up the Jazz, but you know, Jazz didn't really have anybody, and I think the Clippers, you know, they weren't really throwing Kawhi at him that much, which was surprising. And Kawhi, like we talked about, his defense just hasn't been that good. Um, yeah. You know, we'll see. I mean, for a while they were putting LeBron on him for for some for some possessions, which I thought the was... the size bothers him. Yeah, know, this is. I think it's it's like you know, LeBron would just let him get by it and then like and go for yeah, try to do a, a, a you know behind or chase down block. You know, yeah. so which it's is what just, he did to Russ a, a whole bunch of times in that. Last yeah, series. he just let Russ get by him on a switch and then just like stuff the hell out of him. You know, <laughs> it's just like it's ridiculous. LeBron is just like. I, whenever I want to block the shot, I can just block the shot. You know, it's like these little dudes, I, like, I just block it. <laughs> so do you think Nuggets get at least two games? Yeah, I one for sure, but I mean, two would be if Murray like gets hot and stuff like that. But you know, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like Clippers held Murray in check until Game Seven. Like he he didn't really have any crazy. He had a bunch of like teens and a bunch of like you know low twenties scoring games, which is like what he averages in the regular season. He just had a bunch of like decent games, and then he exploded in Game Seven, right? So yeah. isn't um, that crazy though that like the the Nuggets were able to come back and like take you know five and six without like insane Murray games? So yeah. You know, but they were getting they had a good Jokic team. games. That's why <laughs> yeah. Jokic That's in game five or something was like raining yeah. threes or yeah. whatever. It was oh game my six. God. Yeah. And all those threes look so good, man. Off yeah. pick and pop, high arcing, like high arcing, and then like the the net like doesn't move. You're just like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell is going yeah. on? This is yeah. like perfect. Like, yeah, you're like, 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 oh my ask. god. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Well, I, I can agree that the Lakers are moving to the finals. So let, let's talk briefly about the Eastern Conference because it looks like the you know the, the Celtics were able to snag one uh, earlier tonight, two one series. Uh, Hayward's back, which makes things really interesting. Yeah. Um, who, who do you have coming out? I like the Heat. You know, I think they're really good. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to be rooting for the Heat. Our spy Andre Iguodala is going to be still on playing the, his whole like, three minutes. Well. Yeah, hey man, seventeen mil, and then what was it like another Extension. fifteen next year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous, man. That guy. Uh, I, mean, I need that guy to help negotiate my next contract. I'll tell you that much. Dude, he was he's straight up, but it, you know he are you know he are really good, and uh, you know they play defense, uh, yeah. and uh, they have a bunch of shooting, and then that's just 
you know, and then yeah. just not tonight. A bunch though, of white they, dudes they, who, they, can, they, who can shoot. So <laughs> yeah, key to success: white dudes that can shoot. Um, apparently, they missed 15 straight tonight, which I, I think is a big deal. Like they missed 15 straight three pointers, and they were still like, yeah, never completely out of it. Yeah, I mean, they were was... like hanging around 10 to 14, like yeah. a lot, just kind of yeah, within striking distance, but. That's what happens, man. Their defense is good, so they get to hang around games, you know. It's so good. It is so good, and like, if they, if I think they are meeting the Lakers in the finals, and they're gonna yeah. win in five. Wow, five. you have Heat in five. Heat in five in the in the NBA Finals. You heard it and here who's, first. Who's who's Finals MVP? Andre Iguodala. <laughs> they're like, Myers, we're gonna Myers give Leonard. it to. My, we're like we're gonna give it to Iggy for his extensive work and contract negotiation. So he is the most valuable player. No, we're we're gonna give it to Derek Jones Jr. because he just wins awards for no fucking reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> hey. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade's on the the panel of judges for yeah. NBA Finals MVP. All right, let's take a look at who's voting for MVP Finals MVP. Dwayne Wade. Oh boy. Give it to Derek Jones. Derek, Derek Jones Jr. <laughs> Oh man. Um let's wrap this up with some quick Warriors talk. The uh the the what do you even call it? The training camp? Uh, yeah, is like mini camp is I mini think what camp, they're called again. Yeah. But but it's like for the end of the season, it's not a preseason. Very, very weird thing, but it, it's it it's a camp for the players that they technically had for the, the twenty nineteen to twenty twenty season. Um, where I think guys just get together in their own little mini bubble and play for a couple of days. Uh, the idea sounded good at first because I thought that, uh, you know, that Steph, Clay, Draymond uh, would all be in there alongside Wiggins and, you know, the other couple of pieces that we picked up uh, over the year last year. But um, it sounds like from what you were telling me earlier, they're, not all of them are going to be there, right? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I think I remember reading a tweet from Slater or somebody saying that like none of those guys are going to be in the uh, um, in the mini camp. But um, I mean, even if they were, uh, you know, I, I don't expect them to play a whole lot. So um, no. you know, it's just I think for those guys, it's just not worth it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like you have all these. You know, you go over there and then for what you're playing just to get into game shape and then. Lose it to get a, get a look at Wiggins, man. To get a look at Wiggins to see if we're going to trade him at the trade uh, at the uh, during the NBA draft. I mean, that's like I think that you know Wiggins in the pick, like that's good for obviously not Giannis, um, but uh, Wiggins and the pick and Wiggins and the pick and Wolves pick next year is yeah. really interesting because you're you're. It's it's for a team that's looking to reset and re, restart, right? Mm-hmm. Give me one of your star players that you're looking to dump, um, and then we'll give you some picks and a salary to match in Andrew Wiggins, right? Seven so, Booker. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Robert Sarver should just be forced to sell the team if he does that. <laughs> they finally uh, start playing well, and then it's like, let's trade – Right, Devin l- l- Booker. L- let me throw some other names at you. Uh, no, not DeMar DeRozan. Um, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, when I shoot it, it goes in. <laughs> what? Oh, it's, a, it's a song from a rap song. It's a line from a rap song. Oh, my so, God. That's I'm hilarious. like DeMar DeRozan. When I shoot it, it goes in. <laughs> it's 
from Kyle. Yeah, dude, not as good yeah, as um, not as good as uh, Jason Derulo and uh, I forget uh, I forget who who has this line in uh, in um, get get dirty where uh, talk dirty to me. Um, there's a line in there that's like uh, Gilbert Arenas guns on deck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. No chill, Gil, baby. <laughs> um, all right, let's see some other some other trades that we can consider for that Wiggins uh, while we're talking. Um, Simmons, Simmons or Embiid? I don't think they trade Simmons. No, I would blow. not trade Simmons. Beal. If I were to trade somebody, it'd be Embiid. Yeah, I don't. I don't want it. I personally so. would not trade Simmons. I think he's. I think if you put the right pieces around Sim, uh, Simmons team. As the center, be a good team. Yeah, I think that could be a good team. So I think if, if you're going to try to rebuild, if you're Sixers, I would, I would keep Simmons. But how about Beal? Oh, oh, I, I gladly pay. You know who's? Mm, shit. Think... The, the only thing is, is if he says he wants to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I think my internet's actually kind of crapping out on me, so that might be it might be a sign that we're gonna have to uh, stop the episode right here. But uh, dude, James, thanks for taking the time to speak, and uh, we'll probably look to check in maybe maybe before the NBA Finals. We can see how well my uh, my Heat and Five predictions holding up. Well, I'm more curious about your Derek Jones Jr. for Finals MVP <laughs> vote. Actually, I'm more curious if this pod's going to make more money than, uh, or if, if this pod's going to make money before the Cliffs make the, the Western Conference Finals. Because <laughs> I think my, I, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to bet on this pod. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the long con here. The long con, exactly. All right, man. Take care. All right.